Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Stepping into the Light with Julia Treat, a podcast dedicated to help you step into your own divine light and begin living the quantum life. I'm excited to be back on air and sending you a message today. I have been spending time with my parents in Kansas, uh, helping them you know, shift and make decisions and the things that I'm going to talk about on this podcast because today's episode is all about how we deal with those in the 3D matrix who we love and adore while continuing our own ascension into the 5D reality. You know, I have always taught from my own experiences because, you know, that's one thing I can teach is what I've experienced. And I had some amazing experiences with the angels over the past couple of weeks that I wanted to share because it may help you if you're working with the angels or if you're new to this or you don't understand. Maybe you're asking for a certain something and it's not happening and and maybe what I have to share today will help shine some light on that. Now, they are doing some tree cutting across the river behind my house. I can hear it occasionally. I'm not sure if you can, but if you hear anything in the background, that's what that is. I do have my windows open because it's a beautiful day here in PA. We'll see how long I can do this because I may have to close the windows. It's, uh, it might distract me. But I have been taking time, you know, away from what I would consider like this have-to-rigid schedule of I have to do this or I have to do that. I really have let that go as I'm, you know, discovering who I am, who I'm going to be moving forward. Anyone who goes through the awakening process is not going to be the same. And so it really is giving yourself time to figure out what that means. As you ascend, certain things that you used to do may not make sense anymore. It may not be needed anymore. And you start leaning into that, that, oh, I don't need to offer this anymore because this doesn't exist in this higher vibration. Or the need for this does not exist in this higher um, elevation. I'm just going to use elevation. So it already sounds like I'm going to be covering several things as we can, as we know that Julia can... uh, you know, be all over the place, but I think you're going to find it quite helpful today. So I uh, have been, unfortunately, witnessing the quick decline of my parents, um, and, you know, I do believe it occurred since they received all of their shots, and uh, because it has been a very rapid decline over the past few years since that happened. Now, some of you may remember or maybe you saw the episode or listened to it where I was talking with Jay from Spiritually Raw and I had gotten my parents on ASEA and was seeing like quick rapid amazing results you know it was reversing I mean I was witnessing my dad's Parkinson's being reversed um, especially his mental decline was reversing we were having full-out amazing deep conversations like I literally was getting my dad back my mom, too, you know, I'd noticed some of the first things after her shots were her, was her uh, mental decline, and um, that was reversing. So, you know, I was witnessing this turnaround. I thought, thank God, you know, this is it. They're going to, you know, they're going forward with me in this, and they're, 
you know, this is the miracle elixir, and I do believe it is. Uh, but there came a time where, I think they were on a couple months, and my mom said that uh, she had had a reaction and um, like a negative something from it happened. And it was about the time, I believe, she got her second booster, so that's four shots in. And instead of thinking perhaps it was from that fourth shot, she leaned into ASEA, which she'd already been on for two months, right? And she wasn't having any negative reactions to. But then she got a shot, and now it's ASEA's fault. So, you know, that, that burst my bubble for a little bit. I, I went through, eh, you know, a little bit of a dark time. I was sad because I really felt this was what was going to save them um, from what was in their body. And, you know, it, it, exactly what happened, just this decline, this rapid decline. So they ended up going to assisted living because of my dad's Parkinson's. And over those few years, the past few years, uh, I wasn't able to go see them because I didn't have my shots, you know, and I couldn't get into their facility. Now, this is not a, I mean, I'm going to say this is not like, it's going to sound like anti-vax. It's really actually just a message on how the angels can help because they've shown me so much like we can help if you just get out of the way, Julia. Okay, ask us to help and move. And that's where I'm getting to with many things I want to share today. Because one of the hardest things that we have to do is, at least for me, I mean, I can't abandon my parents. There's no way I'm going to. There's people that have totally walked away from family members who got their shots. And yeah, I'll be honest, I can't really hang out with anybody that, that got them because we just don't we can't even have like a conversation. It's just weird. It is, we are a, a mismatch vibrationally with frequency. It just doesn't fit. Michael and I can go out and eat and have a few cocktails or something, but we have to leave within a, you know, an hour. Or so we're just like out of there, right? Especially if it gets busy and more people keep coming in into the building, then it's, we really can feel the shift in the energy of the room. It's really crazy. And by the way, I did hear a statistic from several people. Um, I have not researched it, but I've heard several people report on it uh, that 72.6% of humanity took the shots. Okay, so there's, there's only a little bit over 25% of us that did not. And that's, that, that blew my mind. That was another thing that I had to, like, process. <laughs> you know, this awakening process is... You learn something, you see something, you hear something, you research something, and then you got to process it. And sometimes it's through anger. Sometimes it's through tears. Sometimes it's through, you know, throwing your hands up in the air and just fuck it. <laughs> sometimes it's, you know, sitting with your feet on the grass for hours and just thinking of nothing. <laughs> There's a lot of ways to process. And, and so the hardest thing we have to do now is we have to witness the suffering and, unfortunately, death. Uh, a lot of people are witnessing or experiencing deaths in the family, in friends, and it's everywhere. Right? We are on the flight path for the helicopter that brings people to the new emergency room that was built right before COVID, right a couple blocks up from our house. We are on the flight path, so we hear that helicopter every time it's taking someone. Some days it might run five times a day or more, Sometimes we don't hear it. It's, it's very rare that we never hear it. Um, but so, so now we have to be a part of this 
3D falling away, because uh, it will no longer exist, which means, unfortunately, you know, witnessing the suffering of our loved ones and friends. And, and so that's what I'm going through with my parents. And it took some time. I had to really call on the angels to help me with this because I felt pulled back into this 3D matrix of suffering and anguish and victimhood and ugh, this tar, because all I could do was worry about my parents, right? Are they being taken care of? Is my dad getting what he needs? You know, it's the nightmares, just like every other place. There's not enough staff, so, you know, he needs help going to the bathroom. And sometimes he sits there for an hour or two hours waiting for someone to get him off. He cannot get up on his own. It's, it's just a lot of stuff. So I really started praying to the angels and saying, look, I know I'm here to create the new and to help humanity rise to this higher dimensions and higher frequencies, but I need my parents to be taken care of. I need this to be okay. Right? I can't ascend while I'm worrying about them. And I'm guessing many of you who uh, you know, did or didn't take the shots, you are also in the same boat with some of your loved ones and friends trying to figure out what to do for them and, and just, again, experiencing the anguish. So I said, look, I, I need help with this. By the way, when you're working with the angels, you ask them to help with something or bring you something or take care of something, and then you have to let the steps unfold, okay? You get out of the way of the details. This is the same with, um, I tell people all the time when I do readings for them, this is coming for you, this is gonna happen or that, or, and then they just do nothing, right? Sit around, it hasn't happened yet. Two months later, book a reading or six months. It hadn't happened yet. Well, did you do this step and this step and this step that they suggested? No. Okay, this isn't how it works, guys. We got to energetically move. Movement creates momentum. But it's movement without getting into the control of the steps. And I hope this makes sense. We want to control things, right? This, okay, this hasn't happened yet, so now I'm going to put my eyes on something else. So I just started telling the angels, help with this. I don't care how it happens, uh, but I need help. So I just spent uh, several days, about a week and a half. Let me see, seven, ten. Yeah, ten days at my, in Kansas. I stayed at a hotel, but I was there to help my parents prepare for the next move, which they are preparing for. My dad going into a nursing home, and my mother will then be down the hall uh, in an independent apartment. That, I always said, was my worst nightmare. So any worst nightmare is going to show up <laughs> because then we have to learn to deal with it. And so I had to go take care of their storage shed and clean stuff out, and we, I went through thousands of pictures. And, but what I found while I was there, I was just at ease. I was just there to have fun with my parents. You know, every time I show up now, I've been there, what, twice maybe since they opened everything up and I could visit, uh, which... By the way, think about it. Did that ever make sense, right? Aren't they supposedly vaccinated against getting it, yet I couldn't even go in the damn building without having it? That makes zero sense, people, okay? Just one of the, the lies. <laughs> but I always get there, and it's like a day or two of, they're just in rough shape, rough, bad, uh, bickering, which they never did. Uh, it's just a rough space. And so when I go in, my, I'm just shining bright. I just am, and within a day, 
not even intentionally doing it, just everything shifts between them. They even start looking better, they sound better, they feel better, everything gets better. So as I'm there and I'm realizing, you know, my mom's about to break. We haven't gotten my dad in a nursing home yet and she's about to break, she's at her end. And this, again, only thing that changed for my mom were these fucking shots. All right, she was a strong-willed, powerful, perfect mental capacity uh, just three years ago. And I hate it when everyone says, oh, well, they're getting older. I just want to, ooh, slap someone. But anyway, <laughs> get on that tangent. So I'm there going, angels, okay, I'm going to be going home in a few days, which I will need. I love being with my parents, but I will need to get back home and just be into my space again and, and just relax and let this go. But you have to help me. I need to know my parents are okay. They're going to be taken care of. They need, we need help. So I was flying out. On, again, this is how you work with the angels. You ask for help. But then you follow any intuitive hits that come. First of all, I'm not going to move there so that I can keep an eye on them. I would never be able to ascend to the next level if I did that. There is no way. I know that. I know me. I would be at their apartment every damn day, making sure that fed, taken care of, and that really is going to hamper where, you know, what I'm here creating already. We're already creating it. We have to take those little dips. We have to dip in, help out, and then we have to get out of it again. Okay? Because if not, you're going to get roped right back into that, and you're right back into that web and that matrix, right? Trying to scream to get out somehow. <laughs> So I knew that wasn't an option. I need to be here, do what I can do, show me, we'll make it better while I'm here, put things in place, whatever that means, and I'm jet set and back home. So I was there for, let's see, like I said, 10 days. I was getting ready to leave in a couple of days and I said, all right, I just got this intuitive hit. Just contact one of these caregiver places that they come in and spend time, whether it's a few hours a day, uh, you know, a few hours a week, whatever it is. Here's the interesting thing. I had suggested this to my mom several months ago, and she said, absolutely no, nope, not, nope, I don't want anyone else in the apartment. When I got there, I said, a few days, I said, mom, you need some help. We need to get you some help. Think about what you would want the most. What do you want the most? L literally teaching her to manifest, right, but not talking about it that way. What is it that you want? The next day she goes, well, I thought about it and I want someone to come 7 to 10 Monday through Friday so they can get your dad's breakfast, take care of him in the morning, shower him, and I can sleep in. I don't, have, I don't feel rushed to get up. So I was like, wow, she just put her thing out to the universe, you know, her, her desire. So I contacted this facility. Just, I contacted the, an old one who used to work with them. They had no one. They were shorthanded. Well, I could have gone into that narrative that I'm not going to find anyone. Right? But I said, no, I'm going to look, look for someone else. And I found it was actually ranked the best in their area in Lawrence, Kansas in 2023. And I said, that's who I'm calling. So I called the facility and they were eager to help. They had people ready. We just need to get in and um, evaluate your dad. Now, I contacted uh, a family member, my brother, who you know, has the financial backing to help out, you know, to do this and take care of this. We've been kind of this tag team. You know, I physically go and do stuff and he takes care of the financial part. It's not a, it's not a bad team to be on, 
right? We're working together on this and we're doing what we can. And so, again, remember, I asked the angels to take care of this. I need to be able to go home and be peace of, have peace of mind so that I can continue what I'm here to create. So um, I, talked to the, I talked to my brother. I said, what are we looking at? What can we do financially? I always check with him to see what's okay. Um, he said, tell them to contact me. I did. I let it go. And guess what? I got a call two days later. Uh, they were starting and they were getting uh, someone to come in seven to 10 every uh, Monday through Friday. My mom got exactly what she wanted. And that just happened. And so one way, right, I called the angels. I said, I need this to be taken care of. My parents, they're the ones, right? Once they're taken care of, I, I literally can let everyone else go. They're on their own journey, but I got to help my parents, right? So they are taken care of now. And it was such a relief and such a burden was lifted off my shoulders. So as you may be seeing on TV, uh, what it looks like in airports uh, is the truth. <laughs> uh, that is really happening for some people. And uh, this flight is funny. This trip, I always book the first morning flight, 6 a.m. You know, sometimes that means I have to be at the airport at 3, 3.30. I don't care. I'm leaving the first flight because I don't want to be bumped later. Well, this trip, for some reason, I could not get a flight back in the morning leaving Kansas City. So I had to leave. It was like 3.30 in the afternoon. And, um, I, I, you know, whether you want to say, hey, you manifested it or I got an intuitive hit, I think I just got a hit that there was going to be some turbulence, you know, going home, turbulence with getting on flights. And that's what started to happen. So I called the angels in to help. I said, I want to go home tonight. I do not want to sleep in any airports. I want to be home tonight. I don't care what time it is. Just get me home tonight. So we had to wait five hours in Kansas City, sitting and waiting. Everyone's sitting and waiting because the internet was down for American. That's who I flew with. By the way, the flying options have definitely changed since COVID. You can't, there's not as many flights, um, options, all the stuff. So we finally get on the flight. People are, most people are okay. Some people are pissed. And one guy, two seats from me is really pissed. Um, and we start, you know, we're on the plane. We finally get going. But most of us know we're either going to, we're going to miss our next, our connecting flight in Charlotte. Now, this guy's just cussing, like literally the F-bomb. You know, I use it here on my podcast, but I'm not going to be screaming on a damn plane. I mean, there's kids sitting around us. I'm just not going to do that. He's going off. I'm telling the angels, come on, angels, get me on my flight. Just hold that next flight for me. Whatever it takes, you're holding it for me. So I'm asking the angels to hold a flight for me for at least five hours, right? Because I'm five hours behind. And I only had like an hour break in between for my next flight hold that flight no matter what. I'm getting home tonight. So we're all getting updates as we're flying into Charlotte and everybody's flights are delayed, but not mine. And American already sent me a message and said, you're already rebooked for the morning. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. No, uh-uh. I don't want it. Nope. Because I'm not going to sleep in the airport and I'm going to have to go to a hotel and that's just going to be a big lot, a whole lot of work. So here I am, guys. I'm calling the angels. Get me on that flight. I'm going home tonight. And it's even got that rebook notice, right? You're rebooked because you missed your connecting flight. It said I missed it. We finally land. 
taken off airplane mode and we all get our notifications, I have eight minutes. Was it eight or six? Six minutes, eight minutes. It says I have eight minutes to get to my flight, which is four gates over. It's leaving in eight minutes. We don't know what's going on in the airport there. We're just, and, and I'm in the back of the plane. Here's the funny thing. The angels are just so amazing. Not the back. I'm sorry. I was about three quarters of the way back on this flight. So by the time everybody in front of us got off, I had six to eight minutes. can't remember exactly. It was a very short period of time to get four gates over. I am running off that thing as soon as I see air. And there are people everywhere. And I'm, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And they knew, like, shit, get out of our way. I'm, like, barreling it down to my gate. And I run down there, and it's packed with people standing there. And it says the flight going to uh, Wilkes-Barre, which is where I was flying to, was leaving at 11.57. So, guys, I got there. I had been rebooked. They said I missed the flight. The flight didn't even leave. Okay? Everyone was waiting. People were sleeping on the, on the floor. So what happened, <laughs> I asked for that flight to wait. I said, I'm getting on that flight. A flight attendant didn't show up. And it had been two to three hours since they were supposed to leave or something. Maybe it was five. Anyway, the flight attendant never showed up. And they cannot leave without a certain amount of, of flight attendants on board. And so guess what? I made the flight. <laughs> I had to wait a little bit longer, another hour or so, but I got home that night. So again, I'm sharing this for many reasons, lots of different messages here. Take what resonates with you, you know, leave what doesn't. It really is about everything that's going on for us right now and how we can help those that we love, you know, but calling the angels for help, right? Because we can't be in that. It's like being in a fucking soap opera that's going to implode right? We can go help, dip, help, and, and get things in place, and then we've got we've to exit, right? We've got to exit emotionally. Doesn't mean I don't care, but I can't be stuck in that sad, um, that in, in, that, in that fear and sad and lack. It doesn't exist in what I'm creating currently, and I was very impressed with myself because I've come a long way. I could do all of that and be there for 10 days and not get sucked into the story, into that narrative. They are in the disease management matrix. Okay, I did my best to help them get out of that. And they made their choices and I honor their choices, whatever it is, I still love them and I will help them in any way that I can. I just will not be a part of that story. One more story just pops into mind. Uh, I've just been reminded of so much lately. As you ascend, you really do lean into your powers, like what you are, who you are, what you can do. And when I got home, uh, it, it took me a day or two to decompress, okay? First of all, I didn't get home until 2 a.m. I was supposed to be home at 9. <laughs> I had took off like right a few days there. It was great. I always know to take off after any kind of trip and I've created a life and a business where I can, which is a blessing. Abundance comes in many ways. It doesn't just come from people paying me for sessions or, or taking classes. And I think I was here two days and Michael and I were sitting out in the man cave, the garage, you know, had the TV on and I threw the little squeaker toy out for Macy. She's my little black dog. I have Macy and Gracie. And 
I, I was watching her go get it, and I don't know what she did. She stepped on something in the grass, and all of a sudden she held her foot up. She didn't yipe or anything, and she doesn't. She's very quiet, even if she's hurt. She just, but she wouldn't put any weight on it, and she was like hopping over to me, and she, her leg was quivering, and she, would, she was going to town on it, licking it and chewing it underneath, like in between the toes or the pads. Uh, I couldn't see anything. Now, it got bad enough. Her whole body was shaking uh, and, the time, and I was like, oh, my God, Michael, like, something's wrong. Something's wrong with her foot. I don't know if she stepped on something, if there's something, you know, embedded in there. If she, if she uh, snagged a toenail, like, I don't know. And so here I go. I did not call the angels in immediately. I called the emergency vet. <laughs> so I called the emergency vet where I've taken past dogs before. Um, they aren't taking anyone. They're about to close. They used to be a 24-7 vet, uh, emergency vet, but I guess that changed with COVID too. I called another one, and they said, yeah, you can come down. It's a 45-minute drive for me, by the way, to this other one. It was $300 to walk through the door, which I didn't give a shit about that, uh, but I had to, it was a wait from, for four to eight hours, I would be waiting while they treated Macy. Okay, I'm calling them at 6, 7 o'clock at night. I'm going to have to wait four to eight hours in the waiting room. You can't leave. I said, no, thank you. Goodbye. So I looked at Michael and I said, there is a reason they aren't taking her. And I immediately started calling on the angels. I said, help Macy heal, whatever this is. Now, keep in mind, I have a dog who is in immense pain. Okay, she is quivering. Her arm is quivering. She's looking at me with the saddest eyes like, please help me, mommy. I didn't have to call the emergency vet. You know, I didn't have to, but I guess I did so that I would learn this lesson. Why didn't I do the stuff I do, right? I immediately call the angels to come help. I start doing my healing energy all over her and on her foot. I did that for maybe maybe five minutes at tops, and she pulled her, her foot away. Like, they'll let you know when it's done, when they don't need any more. And then I poured a sia into a glass, and I stuck her foot in it for about 10 minutes. She didn't wince. She didn't shift. She, she sat there and let me soak her foot for 10 minutes. I said, well, let's just see what happens in the morning. You know, I'm not going to bandage it up. I'm going to let her get to it if she needs to chew on it. Like, it doesn't matter. Let's just see what happens in the morning. Got up in the morning. She was fine. Nothing was happening with her foot. Full weight on it. Didn't bother it when I touched it. Nothing. Guys, I need my lessons too, right? They come. And the angels remind me, just remember that we can help if you just get out of the way. The angels cannot interfere with free will. They cannot. They can be putting everything in front of us to, to try to teach us, to show us, to stop us. But we, have ma we make our own decisions. They cannot interfere with free will. And they are doing their due diligence to try to get our attention about things. But if we are not connected, if we aren't listening, we will never, ever receive the guidance. We'll never look at the things that we need to. We'll never listen to the things that we need to. We'll never learn what we need to learn to ascend.
So maybe start calling on your angels in a different way if you feel like things have not been working out for you. Um, you know, ask them to help with something or show you the best next steps or heal how to heal your relationship, you know, with your partner or whatever the case may be, and then get out of the way. Be open to the intuitive hits, though, you know, those steps, those next steps, because you are co-creating with the universe, with the angels. You have to do your part for things to come to fruition. But with the angels' help, things can be so much easier, and they can turn out far better than you ever, ever imagined. Just like with my parents, I just called out for help. I needed help. I just needed them to be okay and taken care of so I wouldn't sit at home in Pennsylvania and worry about them. You know, is my dad sitting on a shitter for two hours? <laughs> and look what happened. We got more help than I ever thought possible. On top of the aid that comes three hours, you know, five days a week, they are in assisted living, so he does get care. You know, they take care of his meds. They come help him to the bathroom. They help him go to bed. They answer his call button when they're able to. Uh, they are, unfortunately, shorthanded like everyone else. But now we've just got so much more help in there for him. And so I can let that go. I can just call them and text them, and we can have fun conversations. I'm not sitting here worrying about them. So although one of the most difficult things we will ever have to do is to witness the suffering of those that we love, when we call on the angels to help with the situation, it can turn out far better than we ever imagined. The angels have really been helping me just deal with uh, all of the death and loss that everyone I know is experiencing. And some people, you know, have reached out or I see posts saying, you know, why is this taking so long? Why aren't they doing anything? What's happening? And my simple answer is the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. This is a fight for humanity. It's a fight for Earth. This is a galactic fight. We are fighting for our souls. Everything is working out perfectly and in divine timing. But as with everything else in life, there are steps that have to be completed. Stay strong, stay vigilant, help those that you love as you can, get out of that matrix and create what it is that you are here to create. I'm cheering you on. You've got this. With the angel's help, it can be so much easier. Thanks for listening. Share this with anyone that you think it would help. And if you want more information about ASEA and how it might help you and your pets, 
please go to juliatreat.teamacia.com. You can check out all of their amazing products, place an order, and even hit the contact me button if you need any help. God bless and namaste.